Live from the dungeon of Northeast Philly, this is the John Albatross Show with your host, John Albatross. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is your host, John Albatross of the John Albatross Show. Coming to you possibly for your drive time commute. I don't know when the fuck you're going to be listening to this. Hopefully it's for your drive time commute in the morning or to wind down after your shitty day at work. Oh, anyway, what big news do we have tonight? Or this week? Spicy is out. Sean Spicer has resigned as White House Press Secretary. And, uh, I'm going to miss Spicy, to tell you the truth. He was very entertaining. His lies were uh, extremely entertaining to me. Shit was funny to me. And, uh... <clears throat> Kind of, uh, I don't know, this fucking guy that, uh, the reason he quit this, uh, Anthony Scaramucci fella, gotta tell you, he seems like it's a real piece of shit there. Fucking, uh, fuck him. Now we got, uh, the super dull Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who is now going to be the press secretary for the White House. Which is weird, because her dad's really dull, but he can play the bass really well. And, uh... Yeah, man, that's that's a tough instrument to play. You gotta be, you gotta be very, uh, very in rhythm for that. But, um, yeah, Spicy's out. White House press uh, briefings aren't gonna be nearly as good. Don't have a guy lying about stuff that he doesn't have to lie about to make the president look good. Maybe the president was a little pissed off that he wasn't making him look good. He should stop looking like an asshole. But, I digress. Now it's time to get on with the show. I got a couple things I want to talk about today. First things first is, uh... Defunct retailers. Now, I always played a game with... I, and I'm not sure. I know I'm not the only one. Because people post the shit on <clears throat> Facebook all the time. But it's like the defunct retailers game. It's like you pick retailers from when you were growing up. And they had to have been at least 15 years out. Like you can't just say, ah, yeah, fucking Circuit City. Circuit City just went out of business like 10 years ago. Has to be, that's the rule in my book, has to be at least 15 years out or close to 15 years, or it has to be something so fucking ridiculous that it, it can be acceptable. But, um, yeah, the game is... It's, you're reminiscing with your, uh, with your buddies or your family about old retailers that tell funny stories, and then you just bring up the name of the retailer... And you try to see who can bring up the funniest fucking one and the funniest story. Like I know my uh, my mom has one with uh, my dad. She used to get pissed off every time my dad did something. She got pissed off and said how he got her James Way underwear. There's a James Way if you're not familiar, which I'm sure a lot of people aren't familiar with fucking James Way. It was like a a department store, like a Kmart or a Target. Or a Walmart. And, uh... Yeah, apparently they had really, really, really bad underwear. 
And uh, I remember another one. My uh, my mom and dad used to be <laughs> fucking House of Bargains, where it was just the shittiest fucking clothing. But you would just get the shit there at the House of Bargains because, as kids, especially back then, like, dude, you you would just fuck your clothing up. So my parents weren't going to spend money on my clothes. Always had the fucking Nike, so growing up, or a deep, or Adidas, or Pumas. Never Reebok though. I've only had maybe three pairs of Reeboks in my life, and uh, I only liked one. But. Yeah, House of Bargains, James Way. Uh, there's another big one, Ames, which was actually a part of it. Was as James Way was bought out by Ames. Um, that's another one. That was a fucking good one. Clover in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia area. Clover was a big one. And these are all definitely regional. Like a lot of these department stores and all that, that they got to be regional. But yeah, um, <clears throat> the one that uh, that got me, me and my roommate at the time, we were talking. Uh, we were throwing a party, and uh, we this, we just had to get like a decorations and stuff. I think it was for a New Year's party, and fucking fucking decorations for a party. You're gonna just you're gonna throw them out anyway. So um, we got like decorations and supplies for the party, but. Fucking not spending a lot of money on it. Had a budget of 20 bucks for all that. So we went to the dollar store. And the dollar store it was. Was a dollar tree. It was the front. It's now Philadelphia Mills. But was once the Franklin Mills Mall. And if you've never been to that dollar tree. Or if you're not from Philadelphia. It's a big. Uh, a very big fucking dollar store. And it's got like a big facade and everything outside, and you're like, oh, it's it's just a really big dollar store. My buddy was like, you know, this is like the biggest Dollar Tree I've ever seen. I was like, well, this actually wasn't initially a Dollar Tree. This has been here for years. This used to be a a silo, and silo was a appliance store, much like a Circuit City, but a lot shittier. And uh, my parents got a TV from there once. It was a Magnavox. It fucking sucked. They had it for years, but fuck it. it really wasn't that great. But yeah, it went there. It was a silo. Sorry for the yawning. Actually, I had to re-record this uh, broadcast, this podcast tonight, because uh, wasn't uh, saved, and my app crashed, motherfuckers. But uh. Yeah, so it was a silo, and then it all started. It's like, ah, fucking silo, Christ, I barely remember that. And then I was like, ah, dude, remember Herman's Sporting Goods? And then I was just like, ah, oh, Christ. <clears throat> and Herman's Sporting Goods, I think with a big reason they went out of business is because you could do any, like, you can get, like, shit and bring it back without a receipt. So if you had like stolen merchandise, or you can literally just walk out of the store, like fucking shoplift a fucking hundred dollar baseball glove, bring it back, or like a squash racket. And then, like I remember my dad was getting hot squash rackets or some bullshit like 25 years ago. And he uh, brought them back to Herman's and said, hey, I forgot the receipt. 
I like a, I get you some uh, store credit. And it was like a fucking eighty dollar racket at the time. I got me a, a Wilson baseball glove for baseball season. And uh yeah, it was good times. And then he's like, Oh yeah, and I was like, Remember Bradley's? Bradley's was like another like a uh, Walmart's like deal like fucking James Way and Gamart and Clover and all that bullshit. And then He's like, dude. It's like, do you remember? And as soon as he said, do you remember? I knew exactly what he was going to say. And I was about to piss my pants before he even said it. And I was a little bit fucking disappointed that he was going to fucking bust this fucking place out this early. That just ended all. There was a store. It was like a warehouse catalog store called Best. And he's like, dude, do you remember best? And I'm like, motherfucker, you had to say best. Out of all the places, you could have kept this going on for a little bit more, and you said fucking best. And if you weren't familiar with best, best had like a same, I think this is what the overall fucking fate of best was because you didn't need a receipt to return shit to, again. And... But yeah, Best was like, it was also called Bosco's before, and then they just changed it to Best. It was a, <clears throat> like this giant, like, warehouse, and they had a giant catalog. And I think Best was around until, like, the late 90s. Because I remember seeing Nintendo 64 shit in there. And it was all fucking overpriced, because it was the end of their fucking run, and they didn't know any better. But, uh, yeah, he had to fucking go out there and say fucking best. He couldn't let it go on anymore. He could have said Farmore, too, which was another big one. Farmore was a, a weird store, if you don't remember it, but, uh, it was crazy as shit, too. Because Farmore had fucking everything. It was like a drugstore. It was like you're, uh... Like your CVS's and your, uh, your Rite Aid's. But it was a lot different because it was, it was also like a Kmart because it was that big. They had a great bulk candy aisle because I remember the one at Franklin Mills. We used to go to the bulk candy aisle before we went to the fucking movies and snuck the candy in. But the craziest thing I remember about Farmore, because my buddy's family did this all the time, was you can rent shit from Farmore like fucking videos and stuff and video games which was odd enough that it was at a drugstore you could do all this shit and not like a video store and you can also buy like bulk candy and all that but the weirdest part about the video games is this dude was coming out dude I got this game on Game Boy and I'm like what? where the hell did you get this game at he fucking rented it from Farmore who the fuck rents Game Boy games? It was crazy. Fucking game changer right there, if you ask me. But, uh, yeah. And I wondered what happened with Farmore. I was like, dude, there's no way that Farmore's going out of business. They got way too much cool shit there. And then it turns out the CEO and the fucking founder or whatever were embezzling 
money the ass load, and that's what the major downfall with Farmore was. So, uh, enough about these defunct retailers. I just thought, uh, that was funny. I had to bring it up. Uh, another thing uh, I wanted to talk about today was because I seen a meme yesterday of the kid I used to work with on the ambulance. He posted it was things you can't trust in 2017 and at the bottom of it was this televangelist named Joel Osteen and I'm like Man, I know who this guy is, but I don't know who it is, so I did a little research on him. And holy fucking shitballs, dude. Let me tell you, like, Suicidal Tendencies wrote a song called Send Me Your Money. It was off of their 1990 album, Lights, Camera, Revolution. And they mentioned Tammy Faye Baker, who, if you're not familiar with, was a big televangelist back in, like, the late 80s and, like, the 70s and 80s into the early 90s, I guess. But, now, before I start this, I'm just going to say I really don't care about religion. If you're a Christian, any type of Christian, Catholic, Baptist, Lutheran... Um, Seven Day Adventist, any of all the uh, Muslim, Jewish, Buddhist, Hindu, or whatever religion you want to be, like some shaman religion. I don't care. I'm not here to rip religion. And, you know, religion could be a bad thing for people and it could be a good thing for people. I know some people that would be a, would be dead if they didn't find religion and save their lives. But, these motherfuckers, let me tell you something. They're going to hell. If they believe in that shit, because they are some of the most crooked fucking evil motherfuckers I've so anyway here's how I got down to it why I'm talking about this I went on to I was like looking I was like I've been seeing this Joel Osteen fella like uh, he's big into podcasting he has his own podcast you got a what's his name he does like YouTube sermons and shit and I'm like, alright, let me look into him. And then a thing came out. The wealthiest preacher, the wealthiest ministers in the world. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, alright, the wealthiest ministers in the world. Let's see what's up. Number one. Kenneth Copeland. Now, if you're not familiar with Kenneth Copeland, he is the founder of the 700 Club, which I'm sure you've seen the 700 Club at some point, some which way, 
you've seen it somewhere. I, I know for a fact you've seen it somewhere. Everybody has. It's been around forever. Now, this guy is a minister. If I was to tell you this guy was worth seven figures, or if I've done that, no, no, no. If I told you to guess how much this guy was worth and you said seven figures, I would tell you you were wrong. You guessed tens of millions of dollars. Again, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Now here's your third strike. Your third chance. Three strikes, you're out. Can't be worth more than $100 million. Just can't. That's fucking crazy. There's no way this motherfucker's worth more than $100 million. Well, guess what? He's worth $760 million. Three quarters of a billion fucking dollars. And... This dude... Kenneth Copeland, he seems like he's... The biggest jerk-off. Like, I don't want to say he's a warmonger, but I think he's praying for the end of the world because he thinks he can get raptured or he thinks all these people could get raptured and that's what his deal is. I can tell you, man, when you're worth $760 million, your feet are bloody because you've been dancing on the backs of the brews to get that money. There's no way you could have got that money fair and square. You had to have done something. You didn't invent a product that changed people's lives. You're a fucking preacher. A minister. Like, you're going to hell, so I don't know. The fucking wreath is going to drag you down. Or wrath, not wreath. Wrath is going to drag you down to the depths of hell after he's done laying, uh, laying waste to the world. As one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, dude, I don't know how the hell he managed to make that much money. He had to have done something, like, despicable. Now, second, and this guy's only worth $100 million. Pat Robertson. Now, Pat Robertson is a crazy fuck if you don't know who this guy is like again i'm sure you've seen him i actually seen one thing with him i was getting piss tested for a fucking job which like why were you even piss testing me for the job so anyway i didn't argue about it because i took the piss test crushed it got the job wound up quitting the job fucking almost three and a half three four weeks later because it fucking sucked and they were real scumbags but so I'm in there waiting. I'm sitting there with the piss test. They got on Pat Robertson. Oh, Reverend Robinson. Robertson, not Robinson. Robertson, how you doing? And he's like, oh, well, you know. And this is, I guess, around when Bernie Sanders was there. No, no, you know what? This wasn't when I got piss tested. It was the 700 Club when I got piss tested. Pat Robertson, because uh, Bernie Sanders... <clears throat> it was around the campaign time for the 2016 presidential election 
and I was getting my sutures out at work health. So, uh, yeah, he went on and he said about Bernie Sanders, and I think it was in Vermont or New Hampshire, because Bernie Sanders from Vermont, he could have said New Hampshire because he don't listen. He's a fucking cotchety old fuck. This just pissed me off so bad. They were like, these liberal states just made bestiality legal. And the only thing I can think of is that they would want these abominations so they can have interspecies mating to make a fucking crossbreed genetic fucking mutant freak like centaurs and shit. Like, I wanted to jump through the TV, I wanted to smack the shit out of this old fuck, and I wanted to be like, you stupid fucking pig. The only animal a human can breed with, and have, the only species of animal a human can fucking conceive children with, like, offspring, is another human. Like if guys were, like people were fucking monkeys, monkeys and humans, you aren't, you're not going to get some super fucking gorilla fucking human. You're not going to get centaurs. The species of animal is homo sapien. You dumb fuck. Maybe you should stop preaching about the fucking Lord and all this bullshit. I mean, still do that, I guess, because it's your job, but maybe read a science book every now and then. And, uh, I hate to break it to them, there's absolutely no way the science community would even condone crossbreeding species to make super fucking animals and all that, because even they would think it's an abomination. And the people who would do that are fucking insane to begin with, and they're probably going to be locked up in a padded room with a straitjacket, maybe even lobotomized. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. Nobody thinks that's normal. Okay, that's one thing we can all agree on, Pat. And another thing about Pat Robertson, and, uh, what's it called? Kenneth Copeland, too. They got all this fucking money. And they can't dress. Like, they're wearing these fucking, just really ugly black suits, man. Like, you got all that money... Try to get a nice fucking suit, man. Make it actually look like it fits you. Don't make it look like you bought it off the rack. Christ, if I was worth... I'm not even worth a fraction of 1%. Fraction. Talking about hundredth or thousandth of a percent. And I still can dress better than you fucking guys. And Pat Robertson, and like he looks like that guy who was like the funeral director... But he got too old and he lost a step because he's about 90 years old. But he got too old and he lost a step. And uh, they just keep him around for his advice. But he's basically like that creepy old fuck who greets you at the door. And he always kind of looks like he's either been sucking a lemon or he just rubbed icy hot on like his knees or his lower back. But he forgot to wash his hands and he took a piss and his dick's burning from the icy hot. 
<clears throat> yeah, that that's Pat Robertson for you. Fucking just, ugh, Christ almighty. And then you got your other classic televangelist dickheads, like, uh, like Billy Graham, not superstar Billy Graham, like the wrestler who Hulk Hogan modeled himself around. But, uh, Billy Graham, he's a fucking, uh, he's another nut job. He's worth tens of millions of dollars. And then you got this new guy coming up. And this is the guy I'm talking about. Joel Osteen. <clears throat> Senior minister for a super church in Houston, around Houston area, the Houston, Texas area. His church looks like a multi-purpose arena where hockey and basketball is played and you know it also like seasonally has like the the ice capades and then the the, the, the shit like the, the the freestyle motocross where uh, you know kids eat just five bucks come see Brian Deegan in the Metal Militia at the Wells Fargo Center or the Frank Irwin Center Austin Texas and kids eat just five bucks I love just saying that, dude. Like, every time I say it, I get fucking rise out of everybody. They just start laughing, like, because it's the truth. But, yeah, his fucking church is that big. It has to seat, like, 20,000 people. It's fucking absolutely insane. It's absurd. And, uh, yeah, we got that. And, uh, the thing that's bad about him is he's very influential now. And Pat Robertson and Kenneth Copeland, these televangelists, they're all old. They're going to die. Like, there's just, like, Pat Robertson, I think, is, I think he's, like, 90 years old. And I'm almost positive. It's like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer sees the alien, but the alien turned out to be Mr. Burns. Because he's got enough money to do this. And, uh... Smithers is telling everybody, like, oh, no, it's Mr. Burns. It's just like, this is why this is like this. He's basically going to the doctors to cheat death for another week. And then you got uh, Nick, Dr. Nick Riviera. He's like, okay, now this won't hurt a bit until I jam this down your throat. And fucking the best part is when he gave me the money. Like, that's how I feel Pat Robertson is. Because he's just waiting, like, God, dude, you are just fucking old and decrepit. And you got this guy, he's like 53 years old, who's just waiting. He's just like a fucking vulture waiting to just come in, swoop, and grab all your parishioners. So whichever one dies, it's they're probably going to split the parishioners. That, 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 that's got to happen. But the problem with this guy is, like, and if you've never seen this guy, my best thing, the best thing I can say about this guy is to describe how he looks like. <clears throat> he looks like a mixture. Like, alright, say if Martin Short fucked the guy from Weekend at Bernie's, Andrew McCarthy, you know, the other guy who wasn't Jonathan Silverman from uh, the Brighton Beach memoirs. If he was to fuck him and they had a love child, 
it would be Joel Osteen because he looks like a hybrid of those, like if they had a love child. And he's probably pissed off of, it's like, ah, oh, you had some fucking homoerotic fantasy and I was made. That's why I'm like this. That's why I preach about friggin' hating gays and shit because I'm ashamed. But, uh, <laughs> I probably would. Oh, I probably just... <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, that might have been a little too much. But, um, yeah, he, that, that's exactly what he looks like. He looks literally like uh, Andrew McCarthy fucked uh, Martin Short. That's exactly what he looks like. And he's worth $40 million. And another guy in there, I wasn't sure what his first name was, but his last name is Money. And he's worth $20 million. There is no fucking way that that guy's name on his birth certificate was money. He had to have had that fucking changed. Because, and that just makes it even worse. Like, for his parishioners, why are you following this asshole? His last name's money. It's got, you know it's got to be a fucking scam. But, uh, yeah... I just named uh, pretty much five guys there, and uh, those five guys' wealth amassed is almost a billion dollars. You know, I'm not saying televangelism. Oh, these televangelists, yeah, you put like all like all of them together and all this bullshit. Like you might be able to see like the ones that are on a uh, TV, like your regional ones that are probably worth a lot of money. That th- this is five guys. Five guys. There's a woman out there too. I think she's worth like ten. She's small potatoes compared to these other guys. But uh, yeah, fucking almost a billion dollars. Lazy Christianity is a fucking mult. It's got to be multi-billion dollars because these guys are worth almost a billion dollars. Multi-billion dollar. I don't know. I'm making shit. I'm pulling a fucking number out of my ass, but. If all these guys put together, their wealth is almost just one guy's at a quarter, over a quarter of a billion dollars. But if you put all these guys together, what's that telling you? So you can be a Christian and just sit on your f- fucking butt all day preaching about how people need to live their lives. And all you do is you go to church by sitting on your ass in your living room probably eating breakfast watching some asshole fucking tell you and he's making a bunch of money off you because you know he's getting ad revenue he's probably selling fucking tapes and all that it's a fucking scam people come on I like to think Christians are a little fucking smarter than that fucking giving these people it's like a No matter what, these people go to these churches, man, and the preacher, it's like, don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Uh, why the preacher got to have a nice car? Why the preacher got to live in a nice house? These people don't have a, barely have a pot to piss in, and they're giving money to that collection plate, and all that you do is you come in and fucking spread the good word of the Lord. And a lot of the times, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. 
But these guys are doing it in even bigger fashion. It's ridiculous. <sighs> but on to my other thing, and this is another uh, another big thing that kind of pisses me off. Sports video games. Now I know what you're saying is, why are sports video games pissing you off? Well, there's a couple reasons. The one reason is they keep getting shittier, or they keep getting fucking harder. It's like now all of a sudden, it's like instead of making a game, they want to make a simulation. Well, I got news for you people. For video games, most the majority of people, they want a game. They don't want a simulation. If I want a simulation, I would have got Flight Simulator for fucking Windows 2000 or Windows 95, where you basically learn how to fly a jumbo jet. Or I could have spent $2 back in 2000 on that Namco game, basically where you had to fucking fly a, a jet, like a 747, and uh, land it. I think that's why my uh, generation here has stomach ulcers. But, yeah, like, the big reason these games keep getting shittier and shittier, and, like, anyway, basically when you're buying these games, now all that you're buying it for is the updated rosters. Sometimes you can have the rookies, their pictures will be in the thing instead of being, like, a fucking shadow of a fucking silhouette of a man. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I just think people are getting, I know I'm getting tired of it, and I just, there's people that just spend the money, and I don't blame the companies for not trying anymore, but NFL, no competition, there's one game in town if you want a football game, and that's Madden, and Madden hasn't been good probably since 2009, maybe 2007, and the only thing that's really changing about the game is uh, the resolution. The graphics look a little bit better. But it's still, it's not it's not a good game and hasn't been a good game in a while. <clears throat> What's another big one? Uh, NBA, now it's 2K. Live's coming back from EA. And this is where it should get fucking, this is like... The basketball games should be great because you have two fucking basketball games. You have a choice to go one or the other. Why the fuck has live been so shitty lately? And then 2K, it's like you can't really win with it. Live had the better controls. And it had the better fucking, like, gameplay. But, but 2K, everybody goes to 2K because of the realism. It, uh, it is a good game. But live looks like shit now, and it hasn't been good. They actually took like three years off because it fucking sucked so bad. The one, and they're like, yeah, we're going to make it better. So 2K was the only game in town. Soccer. You got FIFA, which is EA. Soccer, but you do have another one. You have PES, Pro Evolution Soccer, but that's from Konami. So you kind of have competition there, but you really don't have competition. Because soccer, this is where it gets tricky. You have 
so many professional leagues of soccer, and they're all fucking elite. Like, you have the English Premier League, which is number one, Bundesliga, which is fucking Germany, that's number two. You got the La Liga, which is Spanish, Serie A, which is Italian, and League One from fucking France. But, uh, yeah, fucking Premier League's not pro evolution soccer. You want to play as the fucking Premier League, go to FIFA. And that game's gotten fucking worse over the years, too. It hasn't been fucking that much better. It's updated rosters. No new fucking advancements in the game. And here is the thing that really pisses me off now. Baseball game. Not only do you only have one show in town, and ironically, no pun intended, it's called The Show, but you have to get that shit on PlayStation. If you're an Xbox guy and you want a baseball game, you're shit out of luck. And The Show, it looks good, and there is a lot of advancements and stuff, and every time, the one thing I do have to say about The Show is... Like, when they put something in there and it really fucking sucks and the fans give them, hey, this really fucking sucks, they change it. So, it's good about that, but there's still a lot of bitch, like, fucking wild pitches, like, in the show. Wild pitches get ridiculous. Like, I saw a video the other day, and this is why I'm doing this part of the show. This guy threw a fucking wild pitch. It bounced off the catcher's shin pad and it just flew right to the first baseman. And he tagged the guy out who was on first who had a lead. Do you know how many people probably broke their TVs after saying that shit? Like. And they put patches in the games because they put these games, they release them way too fast too. And that's. Another problem with sports games, like, I don't even buy sports games anywhere more. I bought the show back when I got the PlayStation Vita, I think it was the show 12, the one with Adrian Gonzalez on it, who ironically was on the Red Sox at the time, got fucking traded to the Dadges later that year. So God forbid you're a Red Sox fan and you bought that game, what a dick, a giant dick in the mouth that was. But, uh, yeah, only gig in town only on PlayStation. Now, they do have RBI Baseball, but it's fucking garbage. It's really rinky-dink. It's not even like it's, like, a classic. Like, the classic RBI games. And they charge you fucking 20 bucks for it. It should be worth 5 bucks at best. Maybe 7 And that's pushing it. And the funny thing is about EA Sports is... MVP Baseball was their last baseball game. It was fucking good. I enjoyed playing it. I bought it. I'm like, hey, you know what? I bought it on Xbox because I didn't have a PlayStation 2. Hey, you know what? This game's pretty fucking good. Like, I'm glad I spent the money on this and didn't get the fucking show. Because I think I just got a PlayStation 2 as well. So I didn't get the show. I bought the MVP Baseball. 
And it got touted as one of the best baseball games ever made. And I'm like, oh, dude, no doubt. It was fucking fantastic. The fucking moods, the, the gameplay, the graphics. It, it looked good. It was fun to play. You actually enjoyed playing it. You could play it with your buddies. And, uh, yeah. Uh, we can't compete with the show. So, uh, fuck you. We're, we're canceling this game. We're canceling the franchise. And then I'm like, oh, dude, seriously? This was the best one. Like, you just really stepped your game up and you made it good. Fucking EA, man. But you'll spend all this money for the licensing. And that's the big thing is the licensing, too. Nobody wants to pay the leagues for these licenses. Like, one thing with EA and Madden and the NFL is the NFL... The best football game, in my opinion, and it's not just my opinion, it's in almost everybody's opinion, was NFL 2K5 for Xbox. ESPN 2K5, actually. ESPN NFL football. Terrell Owens was on the cover. The game was only 20 bucks when it came out, and uh, I might have been a little biased buying it. T.O. was on the cover. And he was an eagle at the time. But... Yeah, that game, it's like you go online, you go on YouTube, you'll see shit. They compare Madden 15 to ESPN 2K5 and why ESPN was so much better. You also have people, it's like, uh, dude, just updated the roster for the 2016 season. They're still updating. There's somebody on there who's updating the rosters and you can fucking load them on there. And I'm like, are you kidding me? People would rather play 2K5, a game that's been out for over a decade. It came out in 2004. It's 2017 now, 13 years ago. They'd rather play that than go out and buy the new Madden. And they had a side-by-side with, like, the graphics and stuff. The new Madden is just catching up to the 2K5. No bullshit. NFL, let this be a lesson. And all, all these leaks, fucking... Make your thing lower. Make your licensing fucking agreement lower so you can... Don't do this exclusive rights shit. The only people that are losing in this is the fucking consumer. We need competition at this point. Your games are becoming trash. Nobody really wants to fucking play them anymore. Madden still sells like 5 million copies a year. But Madden's on both platforms. 2K is going to sell fucking about 5 million copies a year again. But it's on every platform. MLB The Show is going to sell about a million copies, but it's only on fucking PlayStation. But yeah, the fans want more competition. We want more options. Like, Madden probably hasn't sold as well as it did. Like, yeah, it still sells about like 5 million copies a year, but I remember at some point it was selling like 10 million copies when there was competition. Everybody was happy with it. There's absolutely no reason that you should have to pay $60 every year for a game that's not that good and is going to be the same game that you had a year ago. Same way with all these sports games. Just don't buy them anymore. Like, I stopped buying them fucking five years ago. I suggest you all do the same because, honestly, they're not going to get better. There's no competition. It's all about money. It's all about greed. Like, fuck them. 
Anyway, that about wraps it up for the this episode of the Johnny Albatross Show. Like I said, um, I said I wanted to go 45 minutes. It's, we're about at the 44-minute mark now, but I said I wanted to go about 45 minutes to 75 minutes. I'm bringing that down. I want to go over a half hour, but over a half hour, about a half hour to an hour, but a soft hour. So it might be a little less, might be a little more, because I just feel that's a perfect time now. Like, I'm listening to other podcasts and stuff. Some of them are going on for, like, three hours, and it's like, dude, you're so up your own ass going three hours of fucking podcast. And it just gets boring. You don't want to listen to fucking three hours of fucking some asshole talking. I know if I was, you probably are like, ah, dude, he's at 45 minutes now, man. This guy needs to shut the fuck up. Luckily for you guys, I do it maybe once or twice a week, so you ain't got to worry. But, uh, I just got back on Twitter, or I reactivated the Twitter, the Johnny Albatross Show Twitter, and I've been using it. And uh, hopefully that'll get us some more uh, some more listens, some more followers. Tell everybody about the show if you like it. I know there's one guy. I'm not going to blow his shit up and mention his name on there, but he's been listening to a lot of my shows. You know who you are, and I appreciate it. Now do your duty and fucking tell everybody to also listen to the show. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get some guests on here. There's one guy... When I got back from Montreal, I was supposed to have him on the next day, or before I went to Montreal too, but I had a lot going on, and uh, I was running around, and the day I got back, my dad went to the hospital, he had surgery, so I had to push it back again, he knows who he is, I really want to get you on the show, man, I want to talk to you, it'll help us both out, if he's listening, hit me up. Let's do this thing. Get on this show. Let's talk. Because I really think we can help each other out with this. And, uh, yeah, we're still on Facebook. You can follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Just look for the Johnny Albatross Show on Facebook or Twitter. And, uh, I usually post up, uh, the thing the next morning. I Because on the... The Facebook, it's easier to just publish it to Facebook. I can set a thing and get you ready for your drive time commute. But if you can't wait, these usually go up the day before. I just don't tell nobody. Get the Podbean app. Follow us on Podbean and you'll get it right then and there. You'll get an alert the next morning. Hey, Johnny Albatross is up. Listen to that shit, my man. But that's about it. I'm going to uh, have some time off this week. I'm going to be working three days in a row. I'm going to have like five or six days off. I don't know yet. It's at least five. So I might be able to do two shows. I might not. At least one show will be uh, there on Saturday. July 29th. I'm going to see Primus with Clutch at the Festival Pier. That should be a good show. Might be talking about that. Might be talking about concerts. Who knows? See what else happens during the week. You know, there's a lot of shit that's going on. And, uh, 
yeah, that's about it. This is John Albatross signing out. See you around. Peace.